0: What's good Wizards fans is your host The Real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott We are back from the Thanksgiving break Hope everybody had a good holiday We're going to recap the Wizards versus Bucks and Hawks game And also preview the next game on Monday Let's get to it
1: You are Locked On Wizards Your daily Washington Wizards podcast Part of the Locked On Podcast Network Your team every day
0: So I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to pricepicks.com slash Locked On NBA and use code all lowercase Locked On NBA for a first deposit, first time deposit match up to one hundred dollars. All right. So the Washington Wizards they play the Milwaukee Bucks. We're going to do the we're going to do the Bucks game first, the in season tournament game. The Wizards are now. Two and fourteen, they are on a losing streak. I've already lost count of how many games they lost in a realm When I want to say it's like nine or something like yeah,
1: that, nine, <laughs> um,
0: yeah, it's nine. So they they lost to the Bucks on Friday, and then on Saturday they had fly back to D.C. Uh, they were saying that they didn't get off the plane or they landed and touched down at about three a.m. So that is tough having a back to back. Not making any excuses, but that is challenging. They had to play the Hawks the following night, but um, so let's start off with the Bucks game. It was a better showing, lost by three they legitimately had a chance to win that game but uh brandon what was your thoughts about that game and uh where did it go wrong and what are your thoughts about jordan pool focusing on the huddle now
1: Uh <laughs> um, <laughs> i guess we'll start with the positives man um i thought this was a good showing by tyus jones it's probably his best game of the year um looking at the stat line 22.7 rebounds seven assists shooting nine for 14 from the field one for four from three with a steal this was Arguably his best game of the year, so it's good to see this performance with him, especially going against a point guard like Dame Lillard. Uh, Jordan Poole had a pretty good game now. Obviously, efficiency, uh, especially from three point he only shot one for six from three point, but nine for 20 ain't too shabby. 26 points, five rebounds, seven assists. And Kyle Kuzma does what he usually does 20 plus points. Um, again, you know, kind of an off shooting night, you know, especially, um, you know, you took a hit with efficiency, shooting only nine for 22, but 22 points contributed. But Denny Avia had a very underwhelming game, two points, shooting only one for six. But he did contribute in other ways, uh, five rebounds, five assists. So and, you know that's definitely what I want to see from Denny when the shot's not dropping. Definitely contribute in other ways. And you know he's he's obviously always in there with rebounds, but it's good to see the assist numbers around five. And then Gaff eight uh, eight points, nine re uh, nine rebounds. Um, kind of the, your average showing from Gaff. You know, around ten points, uh, around ten rebounds, but. Five fouls. Same thing with Jordan. Poole. fouls were an issue for both of them. But looking at the first unit, man, they, I thought they played well. You know, like I said, the the, the worst part of this uh, first unit was Denny Avia, and he found other ways to contribute. So ties look solid. Um, Jordan Poole, and now getting to him being focused and <laughs> being <laughs> be ready to rock. Um, it's good to see. You know, it's good to see him trying to take things a lot more serious. Now, you know, the sample size is small. You know, it's been a week. You know, since he threw the towel, but. I, i'm a believer man you know i, I try to i want to see him succeed you know um he has his goofy moments and you know we we're hard on him because look you know that's the thing about me and UE, you know, eat look we give anybody the smoke man you know if you need to play better we definitely give you the smoke and he, you know deservedly so you know he, he's, he has been criticized but it's good to see him focused ready to roll you know really looking at the plays you know love to see that man but um yeah what contributed to the loss um i think the lack of the ability for West Nassau Jr. to call a play in, in clutch is puzzling because the fact that he went for a two and not a three is just like, is he drawing any plays up? Like, it, you continue to see, like, mishaps in clutch moments, whether it's, you know, Kyle Kuzman stepping on that, the line or, you know, here and there. It doesn't seem like there really is a play or really any kind of focus when it comes to clutch time. And I think that that was a mishap that could have extended the game at least to overtime or maybe – won us the game, man. So, you know, it's a mishap that can't happen. And I'm looking at coaching again, you know, it's a, you know, clutch moments, man, you got to have something drawn up. And I don't, you know, it just seems like there's a lot of confusion in the clutch time. So, but overall, man, this was one of the better showings this season, especially against a perennial contending team. You know, this is the type of performance you want to see, you know, win loss, you know, we're going to lose a lot more than we win, but you want to see them play hard, you know what I mean? And they played hard, against again, against a team that, you know, in the eyes of many people are championship contenders. So, yeah, it was a good showing overall. You know, the clutch moment was questionable, but I felt like this team really played well overall. And, oh, yeah, I forgot the bench, man. Kisper, 20 points. So, 7 for twelve, six for 10 from 3. So, Kisper does what he does best, shooting three-point shot. He had a better showing against the Bucks And Landry Shamit, 15 points, 6 for 11 from the field. He continues to boost that trade value, which is I definitely appreciate that, man, So, because he's definitely going to get us. You know, his his value is definitely going up, so it's definitely something that we want from him. But overall, he really good team game. Just clench time was questionable.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Schmidt played well. He dunked on Giannis on one play as well. But, uh, you know, if you let Brooke Lopez, you know, put up 39 points on you, you deserve to lose. And no disrespect to Brooke Lopez. I think he's a, a fine player. He's a championship, uh, you know, championship player. Won a championship with the Bucks and contributed really, really well to that team, but allowing him to have 39 points is ridiculous. Um, as far as the end of the game, like you talked about the clutch situations and decision making. Uh, once again, Kyle Kuzma takes a, a wild three point shot at the end of the game. It's kind of like, you know, what plays is, is West really drawing up? Now they, they had a good play to Schemet, but he airballed and Jordan Poole wasn't in the game, it was a sideline play where we're down by three, I want to say. And uh Schmet airballed the three. That was a good play, play call by West, and he got Schmidt wide open. He missed that, um, and then you're, to your point too about Kuzma taking the two instead of a three. That was an odd decision. I get yeah. what Kuz was doing because we did end up getting the ball back, and we still had an opportunity to tie it. It's because you know he he just wanted to take the two instead of taking the three. You are you already get the automatic points, and we're down by one. They go down, they make, they had to shoot free throws. Maybe they miss a free throw. You get the ball back, and then you're able to either tie it or take the lead. So I understand what he was trying to do with the two pointer. Would you rather him taking a three? You know, it's it's kind of a coin flip there, but I I understand that that difference right there for sure. But uh, overall, I thought they played well. Yeah, like you said, Tyus, that was his best game by far of the season. He plays really well against the Bucks. He had a good game against the Bucks the last time. He had uh, 22 points. Jordan Poole looks more locked in. He's more focused. Less shacked in the full moments. He's yeah. paying attention to the clipboard. He's paying attention to Wes. He's laser focused. He's locked in. Uh, You know, pun in, no pun intended there. So I love seeing that from him. You know, it just – it looks like, you know, and now he's scoring more. Now he's more focused. I do want to say that if he's having a bad game, I want him to keep that same energy and that same focus. Even if he's putting up 10 points compared to 26 or 30 points, I want him to have that same focus um kuzma i thought he played solid other than the late game decision making once again it's just like you know we know he's a clutch player but lately in the clutch he just he's taking us some really really wild shots um Gaffer, he put up some effort but once again you know he let the other big dominate against him brooke lopez did whatever he felt like doing in the paint and uh gallo seven points Corey kisper six threes he played well 20 points off the bench uh Shemet played well off the bench too provided a spark provided some energy and uh, Johnny Davis got some minutes, 12 minutes, two for four from the field, five rebounds, six points. Um, I thought he played with some effort. He did miss an alley-oop down the stretch, which was big. I thought he probably should have just laid it up instead yeah. of trying to – but, you know, he, he's athletic enough to the point where he should be dunking the ball too. But I thought that hurt us down the stretch too. Uh, Denny did not have his best game, two points, one for six, five boards, five assists, and uh, he did not finish the game either. They finished. Shamet was the guy that finished the game. And uh, Jordan Poole was out of the lineup for at times, but uh Shemet finished and, and Denny did not finish the game. And that was a decision uh by Weston, so Jr. there because Shemet had the hot hand. So, you know, you're playing a player that's hot. shemet keeps playing like this. It's like you kind of have to play him before, tr- before yeah. the trade deadline, get his volume up, value up. If he's going to knock down threes and get to the basket, you might as well give him as much playing time. 24 minutes. I think that's about right for Shemette there but uh yeah it was a winnable game man I, I like i like the way they play with the effort of course the defense is not good giving up 131 points damian lillard got to the basket whenever he felt like it uh brooke lopez 14 for 17 no resistance at all Giannis is Giannis, 31 points 11 for 19 so we had three we gave up uh three guys for the bucks had 30 points and uh other than that guys didn't really score like bobby Porter's only had two points campaign four points nobody else really scored for the bucks except except Throws three guys and Chris Middleton got injured, so he left the game in the middle of the game. He only played 13 minutes, but uh, overall, this was this was probably one of their better games. It wasn't waving the white flag with eight minutes to go, though they played hard. I thought they they there were some there were some positives that came out of the loss.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I hate the term moral victory, <laughs> but I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. But this was definitely a, one of the better games we played this year, and the fact that it was against the Milwaukee Bucks and the Bucks are a contender. Yeah, I, I love to see from this team, because like I said, you know, it's one thing to lose, but to lose while trying the big difference between getting blown out, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just I want to see this type of effort, you know, because that's culture. And, you know, the biggest thing year one of a rebuild is building that culture and culture is what effort, you know, playing the right way and, you know, playing the right way is playing competitively, you know, playing, you know, playing 100 percent. And That's what I want to see from this team going forward, man. So it was a really impressive game. Again, you know, looking at the trade guys, um, Tyus Jones, you know, and, and Landry Shamit, man, they definitely boosted their trade value because Shamut, man, you know, I was I am you know, I was guilty with saying that he was mostly a sharpshooter, but man, he got some hops. I mean, this is what a couple of games already where he's you know, he's dunking on folks, so he's definitely boosting his trade value. You know, somebody's gonna definitely need that type a guy to come off the bench for a contender and you know same thing with Tyus. man somebody's going to need a guy to lead a second unit you know a playoff team's going to need that so it's it's a good sign for a lot of these guys that we're trying to flip because their value is going up now looking at johnny davis um he got more minutes um but you know the the biggest statistic looking at him is rebounding because i think that you you know you definitely you know i get it you know you're not going to get too many minutes for him till after the deadline but his rebounding and his defense I think deserves him to at least get consistent minutes to see what he can do in the second half of the season, man. Um, so, you know, Johnny Davis looked decent, you know, we get in there as a guard rebounding. So overall, this was a good performance. So I know we're moving on to the next one. So, you know, <laughs> definitely looking at this one as a yeah. positive step. So,
0: right. All right. We're going to move on to the Hawks game before we do that. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Bigs. Price Bigs is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Projects is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. You pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at 10.5 combo of three-pointers made Plus receptions. Wanna play alongside some of PriorSpix favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community players under the promos tab of the app to view entries for from some of the biggest names in the PriorScript community each week. Prior even offers a reboot policy. Tell that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players get injured football and basketball games. If you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Price fix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Um, This week, I did hit on Thanksgiving, Brandon Cooks, unfortunately, for the Cowboys went over 37 (laughs) and a half receiving yards on the Commanders very, very easily. And they also give discounts. Uh, They gave a discount for Christian McCaffrey to get over a half a yard. And he of course, he easily did that with just getting one yard. So breaks definitely they give out discounts like that. So make sure you guys check out price and go to pricebreaks.com slash locked on NBA and use code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars Would give you a pick for tomorrow. Um, I'd probably take Tyus Jones over on points, even though he had a bad game yesterday. I'll take the points over on his points because the Pistons are terrible, terrible defensively, and they really struggle to guard point guards as well. All right, so let's move on. To the opposite of the Bucks game, the Wizards got blown out by the Atlanta Hawks, one hundred thirty six to one hundred eight. Um, what were your thoughts on that game, and where did they go wrong?
1: <laughs> I think the question is, where did they go right? <laughs> I mean, right. This was a bad show, man. Um, when your top scorer for the Wizards is Jared Butler at thirteen points, that tells you a little bit about how how bad it was, man. Um, looking at the first unit, I mean Kyle Kuzma, twelve points, four for ten. Seven rebounds, eight assists, but just obviously wasn't his best showing. Uh, Tyus Jones, four points. Kispert, um, he started because Jordan Poole with the ankle injury. He started, uh, provided twenty-seven minutes, ten points, but really bad shooting night for him. Three for fourteen on, from the field overall, and one for ten from three. So you know that that seems to be the mo with Corey Kispert, where when his shots dropping, he's on point. You see a lot of shots dropping, but when he's off, he is way off. But I mean, he don't he won only one with this team, man. I mean, Gafford, I guess you could say, played decent. 18 minutes. Uh, fouls weren't an issue. He only had two, 12 points, four rebounds, six for eight for the field, and two blocks. But, you know, I guess we could slide to the second unit, and, you know, Anthony Gill had 10 points, Jared Butler 13, Shamit 12. It just – <laughs> many things went wrong. It's just – I think the biggest thing was obviously rebounding. You know, if we, you know the tail of the tape, you know, they out-rebounded us. Fifty six to forty five, and they got seventeen offensive rebounds. So that seems to be the issue. Ninety nine percent of the times, as we get out, out, out rebounded. Man, we're just a really abysmal rebounding team. But they, they have shooters. You know, outside of Trey Young, you know, they have shooters in the show because they shot forty eight point six percent from three, as opposed to twenty six point three from the Wizards. So they cooked us in the paint. They cooked us on the perimeter, and this, you know, <laughs> we talk about effort with the Bucks, and it, it was lovely. But then we go, we revert right back to the bad habits, which is the inability to defend the perimeter and rebounding. Just you know, the offensive rebounds, man, are killing us because we're extending possessions for other teams. And even when we get a solid, you know, you know, position to get a rebound, boom, they get an offensive rebound and and then they end up getting a point. So it's just it's, it's frustrating to watch, and it's just highlighted all the bad habits that we have on this team: rebounding, bad rotations. So. Yeah, I can't really look at one thing and say it contributed cuz it's just it was a it, it's like night and day, yin and yang. You can say that almost everything went right with the Bucks game and almost everything went wrong with the Hawks game. It was just one was just the best case scenario when it comes to team basketball and the other one was the worst case scenario with team basketball whereas you, you know what I mean? So it's just really bad team loss for this team, man. And you know, it makes nine in a row. So hopefully you know, we're, we're going to do a preview for the Pistons, man. They're just as bad as we are, but nine losses in a row, E. So. Right.
0: Um. So this one was really turnovers. Uh Just looking at the turnovers, we had a bunch of – they had a bunch of turnovers in the first. They had 20 turnovers compared to the Hawks' t- 10 turnovers. The Hawks had 27 turnovers – points. They had t- 27 points off of turnovers. Final score of 136, 108, so they clearly got blown out. Um. You even look at the plus-minus. Stat, which you know, don't want to look too much into it, but uh, Trey Young was a plus forty, Sadiq Bay was a plus thirty. Uh, it was it was just you know crazy number stat wise, but uh Kuzma, he played point forward for the most for most of the night. He made some good passes to Gafford for dunks, and then a lot of times he had some turnovers where he was getting plucked or ripped. And Jalen Johnson Damn. went down for a layup, and he injured Jalen Johnson on a fast break because you know Jalen Johnson stole the ball from him, went down. Um, you know, Bilal had a, had three turnovers. He had a couple bad passes across the court. Uh, so it wasn't just uh, Kyle Kuzma making bad plays and bad turnovers. Danny had three turnovers. Tyus Jones had two turnovers. Uh, Anthony Gill had two turnovers. So guys were just – Jared Butler had two turnovers. So guys were just turning the ball over left and right. They looked like a team that just got off the plane. You know, yeah. like I said, I'm not making any excuses, but they were a little slow and lethargic at times. In the first half, they played it close. Um, then the second half, Trey Young went off. DeAndre Hunter. Had an easy twenty. Sadiq Bay had an easy thirteen out there. Sadiq Bay was—he uh, didn't shoot the ball. He was, he was six for fourteen. Bogdanovich six for nine, three for three from the from the three-point line, fifteen points. So um, defensively, once again, they struggle. Capella. There was one play where Capella just had like three offensive rebounds on one play. Yeah. Capella had a double double in the third quarter with a quarter still left to play. He got a double double. So that was that was how easily he got he got a double double. Uh, we got out rebounded. 49 to 41. So they dominated us on the glass. They had uh, 17 offensive boards to our eight. So turnovers and rebound was the tail of the tape there. And uh, Jordan Poole was uh, announced not um, able to play right before the game. It was it was interesting because they announced it like, what, 20 minutes before the game or 30 minutes before the game. Yeah. So I was um, I, I don't know if he got hurt in warm ups. We'll see if he plays tomorrow night against the Pistons. He's questionable. Um, so I did think that hurt. I think if he would have played, they still would have lost but i do think it would have been closer than 28 points. i i, I think it would have been a little, a little bit closer than 28 for sure. they probably would have lost by like 5 or, or 10 instead of uh instead of 28. but yeah, just a bad showing. Kyle Kuzma as the point forward, it has his ups and downs, it's a roller coaster ride, but uh last night it just didn't didn't look good. like i said it wasn't all his fault. The whole team was turning the, turn the ball over.
1: Yeah, I mean, like i said, man, it's the same issues every time. It's either rebounding or perimeter defense, but you know, turnovers continue to be an issue also. Is like I said, this weekend is if you look at a Bucks game, it was the best case scenario because you saw a good team game as opposed to the Hawks, where it's just like, wow, I mean they're not working together at all. So Mm. excuse me. So so yeah, I mean oh go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, you're good. You're good. Um
0: yeah, I mean they they they, just, they didn't look good at all. They, they they the second half they looked like they had they, they had sea legs, and they just they weren't ready to play. Where the Hawks came out fresh, and the Hawks they are the better team, but they just had they got to cut down on turnovers. But we're gonna get to a uh, quick word from FanDuel, and then we're gonna hop into the, some some comments and do a preview. But uh, make sure you guys check out FanDuel as the weather gets colder. The NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel right now. New customers get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets with any. Winning five dollar money line bet. That's 150 bucks. If your team wins, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over, unders, and more. So visit fanduel.com/slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, so we're gonna get to some comments here, but uh just looking at the Pistons. This is a game where the Wizards they do have a chance to win this game. They have a puncher's chance. They're looking at a team that is 2-14, uh, just like themselves. The Pistons are 14th in the Eastern Conference. Just looking at some numbers here. Uh, defensively, just looking at defensive rating, the, the Pistons are 24th in uh, defensive rating. They're 26th in the offensive rating, so they're pretty darn bad in both categories there. Um, let's see here. And uh, points score, they're 25th. Um, and they, they, uh, they allow teams to get to the free-throw line a lot. And free-throw attempts allow their dead last in the, in the league. Um, Free-throws allow their dead last in that. So guys get to the free-throw line a lot against the Detroit Pistons. They turn the ball over the mo- they're 29th in turnovers, so they're second to last in turnovers. They turn the ball over a lot. They're also 30th in steals, so they don't get a lot of steals and deflections at all. So they're a bad defensive team. They're a bad offensive team. They're just a bad all- overall team. But they do have some young talent. I will say that, but what's your uh keys to improvement or development tomorrow night against the uh Detroit Pistons?
1: Um, number one, culture, man. Work you, you try to win this game. This is definitely a winnable game, man. I mean, this team is just as bad as we are. So, I mean, you know, they got a lot of young guys, you know, Cunningham, you know, Jade Ivey, Jade Ivey's minutes are going back up, but um, I definitely think this is a winnable game. Now, look, you know, I guess with the ankle injury, we'll see if uh Jordan Poole plays. But if not, I'm looking at Kisper being that guy, man. I, I want to see a good shooting knife from Kisper stepping into the two-guard two, two guard role, man. Because, you know, I feel like that could be a good spot for him in the starting unit without Jordan Poole. But, I mean, against the Hawks, it was not. But, um, yeah, as far as development, looking at the young guys, uh, I want to see a better offensive showing for Denny Aviat, man. I think this is definitely a game where he can eat. Um, same thing with Bilal. If he played, I definitely want to see him eat. So, yeah, I, I this is a winnable game, man. I mean, I, as much as it pains me to say that it's just as bad as we are, I mean, you know, we're probably the two worst teams in the NBA. But like I said, my biggest thing this year is I know we're not going to be a very good team, but I want to see the culture of playing hard. I want to see them play hard. And, you know, that's pretty much what I'm asking for them. But, yeah, obviously, you know, looking at the development of the young guys, man, you know, Bilal and Denny, man, I want to see them being more aggressive. And somebody in the comments kind of uh, said his comment, too. They want to see Johnny Davis more aggressive oh, i totally agree man i think that with johnny davis with his minutes man i'm expecting i would like to see him get around 15 minutes and i like to see him be more aggressive with driving the lane so yeah that's kind of what i'm looking for against the pistons man
0: yeah definitely uh johnny davis getting some more minutes uh shemet being consistent getting his value up as much as he can i mean we're not gonna get more than really a second round pick but still keep his value up. Uh, same thing with Tyus Jones. I want to see a bounce back game for Tyus Jones. The Pistons are one of the worst teams in guarding point guards in the league. They give up a lot of points. Um, they're also one of the worst teams in giving up points in the paint. They're 21st in points pa- point paints allowed per game. Um, so we got to rebound. We got to force turnovers. We got to get some deflections, get some steals, force some turnovers. They turn the ball over a lot. So let's see if we can get some fast breaks going some points off turnovers. I know typically we don't force turnovers like that, but can Blau get some deflections? Denny same thing, Tyus gets some deflections, yeah. um, different things like that, pushing the pace, defending the three-point line. The Pistons, are, they're not a good three-point shooting team as well. Uh, but rebound is going to be a huge thing, I, obviously. I'm not sure if Jalen Duran is playing, because I know he's missed a couple of games.
1: I uh, think he's a uh, uh, game-time decision.
0: Yeah, so he, he might be playing. I'm trying to look and see if he played uh, the last time that they played, because I know um, they just played recently. But... Um, Jalen Durant, he's a heck of a rebounder. Isaiah Stewart, he plays hard. Um, Asar Compton, the rookie, he rebounds the ball well. Of course, Kate Cunningham is a scorer, so he's going to be a tough guard. We don't do well against uh, point guards that can really score much either. Um, The Pistons, they just gave up 136 points to the Pacers. Kate Cunningham had 31 points in the last game, so uh, he's a guy to look out for for sure. Uh, They got Bagley, Isaiah Stewart, um jaden Ivey, of course had 25 he's a guy that was disgruntled uh jalen duran did play he had 13 points and 13 boards so he had a double double off the bench so he probably will easily get a double double against the wizards tomorrow night so those are some guys uh, certainly to look after and uh, alec burks can score he can get at marcus sasser he's a rookie that comes off the bench he can yeah. score too uh or just about asar Isaiah stewart jalen duran killian hayes he's been up and down in his career so um, uh, yeah, and then James Wiseman, we'll see if he plays. He's, he's collected a bunch of DMPs, so that's a guy that, of course, you would like to see in DC. So we'll <laughs> see. Um, <laughs> we'll see if he gets to play tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'm still on the James Wiseman train, man. I'm definitely going to see him come to DC, man. But uh, again, looking at the roster, their starting five is solid, but I think that if we have a chance to win this game. You hit the nail on the head, rebounding is definitely a big thing with us um protecting the paint obviously being a more aggressive driving the lane because again they send a lot of people to the line so you know that's why i said that i would like to see Bilal, denny really everybody attack attack the paint definitely gets the line get them in foul trouble but again you know looking at their bench man you know alec alec burks is is decent um uh, and Ian, and i'm looking at it and per espn it says Jalen Durant is ready to rock man so he should be playing at the five but yeah i mean they got a solid starting five but their bench is they ain't looking too good you know i mean killing hayes and alec Burks is about to you know i mean marvin marvin bagley but i i don't see too much out of marvin bagley so i'm looking at our bench man I, if our bench can show up i think this is definitely a dub in my book man
0: yeah yeah the bench is gonna be huge gallo didn't play last game we'll see if he plays he rested on the back to back um but you're really into some comments here uh man said i don't know who we're taking for that Lamborghini. Lambert, Lam, Liam, born in Liam, born in D.C., says a uh, center from France named. Sorry, Alex. Sorry. Yes, we talked about him uh, a few times already. Uh, shout out to vlogger. She says, hey, fellas, hope you had a great holiday with the fam. Yes. Same to you. I definitely had a great holiday. How about you, Brandon?
1: Yeah, I ate and drank way too much. So <laughs> yeah. it
0: was Brandon's birthday the other day as well. So you guys can definitely come and Happy birthday or happy belated. Uh, to Brandon as well in the comment section. And uh, let's see, whatever. What other comments do we have? Yar Breezy said, I missed the John Wall era. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. but You're right. Um, let's get a couple of comments here. Um, the unknown ism says, Johnny Davis, 28 points, eight boards, two assists, one still in 10 points in the last two games. Dot, 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 dot. He's on the roll.
1: I yeah I see what you did there. Um, <laughs> I mean, I I don't know, man. I mean, I definitely think that he should get more minutes. I mean, I guess you with Johnny Davis, you got to look at certain stats, and and that's where your victory with him is, man. I mean, he's a good rebounding guard, and he can he can defend, man. It's just his offensive game. I think he he needs to be more aggressive. You know, definitely when he gets minutes, I want to see a lot more aggression from Johnny Davis driving the lane. You know, offensively, but yeah. You're not going it's it's really too small of a sample size to really judge Johnny Davis because he has not been given consistent minutes so I agree with you
0: <laughs> yeah he um he the shot is is kind of is kind of broken right now I don't know yeah. what the coaching staff did with his shooting for him but you know you look at warm-ups and it certainly has changed that went viral on social media yesterday or in, in warm-ups uh, but he's playing with effort, man. He's, he's rebounding the ball well. He's playing hard. He's, you know, defending Damian Lillard in the first game. Of course, Dame put up 31 points. But yeah. Johnny Davis going out there trying to guard Dame. So he's one of the few defensive-minded guys that we have on the roster, if we have any at all, really. Uh, but he's one of the guys that's going out there looking to play defense. The offensive game still has a long way to go yeah. as far as, you know, knocking down threes, getting by guys, creating a shot for himself or, you know, double moves, crossovers, and, you know, trying to get another move other than just, you know, a mid-range jumper. So um, he still has a lot of room for improvement and development for sure, but uh, I'm happy that he, he got some of the minutes and uh, played hard. I just didn't like that he missed that alley-oop uh, dunker layup. But uh, let's see here. Any more comments? Uh so anything else you want to get to? Ain't no hi- ain't no half-step. Say, How did Pool get a DMP warming up? That's what I said, too. I, I really don't know. I really don't know. That is something that I I, I don't know. He sprained <laughs> his ankle. I don't know if he did it in warmups or what. But you know, I hope he's okay, and I hope he has a um, speedy recovery. That's what I'm hoping for.
1: <laughs> it's hard to tell, man. He probably tripped up looking <laughs> at a baddie or something. It's hard to tell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. Um... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, been a,
1: it's
0: been a tough season so far. It's been a tough season so far, for sure.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, the Wizards do play against, they are coaching, West will be coaching against Monty, Monty Williams tomorrow night, so that would be a good matchup. Monty Williams has he coached the Suns to the NBA Finals a few years back. Uh, so this this will be a good coaching matchup for sure. They're two bad teams, but, um, you know, we'll see who who gets the W tomorrow night. Uh, Sheldon T says, agree. We'd like to see Denny more aggressive with this game. We'll expect his numbers to go up more than they have so far this season. Yeah, this is a good opportunity against a bad defensive team. Um, they're going to push the pace. It's going to be an up, up and down game for sure. So uh, let's see how Denny does. The Bucks game didn't play too well. Second game played a little bit better. Better. Yeah. But uh let's see if he can be uh, aggressive as he was in the, the first part of the season. I mean, it's still early in the season. But I think the first couple of games, I like his aggression. Let's see if he can go back to that. He, he did have a fast break dunk. I did like that. Um, But let's see if he can have some consistency there.
1: Now, you, you made a good comment as far as coaching, man, because this is it's games like this where it's going to highlight really where West Sunset is because this is going to be a game of coaching. Because, look, Monty Williams, man, look, he's a, he's a coach who – he knows what he's doing. You know, he was, he's definitely a highly sought after coach, man. Where so it was, it was surprising seeing him go to Detroit and not to a contender, but uh, coming up from uh, Phoenix. But you know, it's games like this where it's going to highlight what you know, what the good things, and the bad things of West himself, you know, <laughs> because it's definitely going to be a game of coaching going against Monty Williams. So I think that's the, in my opinion, man, I, that's one of the matchups that I really want to see is the battle of coaching between him and Monty, you know. So, hmm.
0: Yeah, no, that that is going to be a good matchup because it's really going to come down to the third quarter, who makes adjustments. Of course, yeah. West does really, really well in the first half. It'll be about by, will be up fifteen, twenty points. But a twenty-point lead does not matter for the Wizards at all, or West Hamton Jr. But uh, what's your prediction for tomorrow night? Who you got winning? Because this actually is a this is going to be a competitive game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'm I'm a rock with the Wizards, man. We we break the streak. Uh, I th- I'm going to say 109-103, Wizards win. 109-103. Okay. And I'm going to predict a 30-piece from Jordan Poole, if he plays. If he plays, okay. It's it's certainly doable. It's
0: certainly doable. I'm trying to look at the last couple games, the Pistons have played against point guards. Uh, Halliburton had 26-10. and 10. The game before that, let me just pull this up. They played against the Nuggets. In that game, put the numbers for that one. Did you
1: see the three-point shot that Tyrese Halliburton hit? He had uh, an Oscar Thompson slide.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I did see that. that. Yeah, Reggie Jackson had 21 against the Pistons. And, you know, he's starting now because Jamal Murray is out. But that's just telling you that, that guards typically put up a lot of points on the Pistons. They play the Raptors. And um, Schroeder had Schroeder had 17. So I'm expecting no less from Tyus Jones. Expecting a game, big game from Jordan Poole as well. So Reggie Jackson put up 21. Schroeder put up 17. Halliburton put up 26. So point guards feast on the Pistons. So we need a big game from our backcourt. And uh, I, got us, I got us losing. I got us losing by three. It's going to be close again. Kyle Kuzma Homecoming, I want to say this is in Detroit, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it is in Detroit. So, this is a homecoming game for Kuzma. So, I know he's going to try to show up and show out. Garland had 28 points, so point guards are feasting on the Pistons. I think you guys get my point now, but um, yeah, I got us losing by three. And uh, Kyle Kuzma is a three at the end. So, said they still don't get the dub with you. No, I just think they, they're gonna find a way to lose in a clutch, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see it now, yeah I'm with you, I mean, you know, like I said it's not going to be so, I think this is a big coaching game, man, I think yeah, this is, is the whole <laughs> Xavier Young said, can we send Unsell Jr. to the go-go <laughs> <laughs> I mean we'll see, man, I, I think that you know we, we talk a lot about the vets on the aspiring deals, and I oh, appreciate you, um, mm-hmm. and the young guys, man, um, we don't talk enough about, look, Wes Unsell he, he's coaching for his job too and I think it's matchups like this to really showcase whether he could be the future or not, man. Because if you can't win against a coach like Monty Williams, man, then, you know, what are we talking about? So I think this is the highlight of the game is that we're both really bad teams. But certain factors like their young guys versus ours, because, you know, Kay Cunningham, man, you can't stop an opposing point guard. You know, what is his future, in Detroit? So right. there's a lot of question marks with both organizations, especially Detroit, because they've been in the rebuild for a minute. And, you know, you have yet to see really any kind of, you know, getting anything back from a lot of these young guys. So it's an intriguing matchup, man. Against two teams are very, very similar in their makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before
0: we wrap up, uh, hopefully the Wizards get going to win for Brandon's birthday. How was your birthday? What did you do for your birthday?
1: Oh, man. I appreciate everybody, man, with uh, birthday wishes, man. Uh I just shit out with the family, man. You know, ate a little bit, just like Thanksgiving. Ate a little bit, drink a little bit, just enjoy myself. So definitely appreciate everybody.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. We just want to thank you guys for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for you 24-7, covering the top stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. Make sure you guys subscribe and hit the notification bell. Hell to the Wizards. Peace.